0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, this is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Wednesday, the 10th of November. In your Sport Today, Dylan Orcott announces his retirement. The NRL draws are revealed, McLaren makes a historic signing and a 20-pound bet that's proved very costly. This is your Sport Today. The Australian Open is just a couple of months away and it's going to be the last hurrah for champion wheelchair tennis player Dylan Alcott. Gabs, he's announced he's retiring after the Aussie Open because he says he's done it all. Well, he's not wrong, is he? I mean, he wasn't even playing tennis 10 years ago. Alcott announced yesterday that
1: the Australian Open would be his last event at the age of 30. Fez, he says he didn't want his last match to be in New York when he won the US Open and then sculled a beer out of the trophy earlier this year. So (laughs) he's going to come home one last time and will be hoping to win his 16th Grand Slam Quad Singles title and his 8th straight Australian Open. Olcott, he was born with a tumour around his spinal cord, which was removed, but it left him a paraplegic. He played tennis as a kid and then took up wheelchair basketball, and he was pretty good at that too. He did win gold and silver at the Paralympics, but it's tennis where he's made his mark. He's won every Grand Slam at least twice, and this year he completed the Golden Slam,
0: which is all four majors and the Paralympics gold medal. Yep, he's the first male player to do the Golden Slam. Uh, Alcott said tennis saved his life after he was bullied as a child and away from the court he's been an advocate for people living with disability. Yeah, that's
1: right. He set up the Dylan Alcott Foundation, and that helps young Australians with a disability. And there's also a scholarship program as well. In 2014, he raised more than $100,000 for children's charity by playing tennis for 24 hours straight. And he says he works at a consulting company that educates people about disability. As for what's next, well, he says he's got heaps of ideas, including acting, and he is writing a script. Maybe there's a Dylan Alcott biopic in the not too distant future.
0: I'd watch that for sure, Gabs. Uh, for today's trivia question, brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile Apps, how many Paralympic medals has Alcott won? We've already given a few of them away. You got any clues for us, Gabs? Uh, if this was a Rocky movie, he would be fighting Tommy Gunn. How many Rocky movies are there? Gabs, about there's only like a handful, right? Uh, might be uh, cool in that as well. Uh, good. Good. <laughs> Find out the answer at the end of the show. Rugby League fans received an early Christmas present when the draws for the NRL and the NRLW comps were released yesterday. The NRL kicks off on March 10 when the Premier's the Panthers take on the Sea Eagles. And then there are 191 more games to worry about before the final start. Yeah, and I've already penciled in Sunday, October 2 for the grand final, hoping that
1: the Melbourne Storm might be there. But (laughs) geez, there's a fair bit going on before that. The Rugby League season really kicks off with the NRLW on February 27. Now. This comp has been expanded to 16, so we're going to see a couple of triple headers early on, and then a few double headers before some of the Sunday NRL games. There are going to be two NRL comps next season, and that's because the 2021 comp was postponed because of COVID. Now, speaking of COVID, the Warriors will finally get to play again in New Zealand for the first time since
0: 2019, after a couple of years spent living and playing in Australia. Yeah, and the Storm will also return to Melbourne, having only played five games at home this year. There's plenty for everyone in the draw. There are heaps of games in country towns and plenty of themed rounds, including Magic Round, which sees all eight games played at Suncorp Stadium in round 10. I'll put a link in the episode notes to the full schedules. Sticking with scheduling, we know all too well about how matches and competitions have had to change over the past two years. While it's not over just yet, Western Australia's hard border could cause some reshuffling.
1: Yeah, you're right. And this has come about because WA won't open its border until 90% of the population aged 12 and above is fully vaccinated, which is expected to be in late January or even early February. The National Basketball League, they've already sent the 10 clubs an adjusted schedule and the Perth Wildcats are going to have to play their games away from home to start the season. It also means that the Perth Scorchers might not be able to play at home when the BBL starts on December 5. Now, WA isn't the only state with restrictions still in place. In Queensland and Victoria, unvaccinated people aren't allowed into stadiums, so that means that players
0: must be fully vaccinated to play or train at those grounds. The AFL has a no jab, no play policy, while the NRL, they've left it up to the players and clubs to handle their own vaccination policies. And we've got a bit of an update after today's podcast went to air, the NBL released their new schedule. The Wildcats will in fact play their first five matches at home before hitting the road, but those games won't be against the Sydney or Melbourne teams. The new draw is in the episode notes. So Motorsport Now and New Zealand rally car driver Emma Gilmore has created a bit of history. She's going to become the first female driver to race for McLaren. Yeah,
1: there's a pretty cool link here because McLaren was founded by Kiwi racing legend Bruce McLaren back in 1963. So Gilmore, she's 42 and she's been racing for more than 20 years, starting out as a navigator and then getting behind the wheel. She'll be racing in McLaren's debut year in the 2022 season of Extreme E, which is an off-road racing competition that uses electric vehicles and aims to highlight climate change. Each team has a male and a female driver and even though Gilmore 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 has raced in Extreme E before. It's a big deal because McLaren is one of the world's biggest racing car companies. Motorsport fans will know that Aussie Daniel Ricciardo
0: races for McLaren in Formula One. Yeah, and there's an Aussie in Extreme E now. Molly Taylor is actually top of the standings for the Rosberg team. Is it too soon to claim Gilmore as an Aussie when we've already got Farlow, Russell (laughs) Crowe, Pavlova? Got to get in there early, Fez, before she starts winning. Yep, yeah, we're claiming no, there's still one race left in the current Extreme A season before it kicks off again next year. The NBA is in full swing in North America. Yesterday, Golden State Warriors star Steph Curry scored 50 points in the win over Atlanta, but the big talking point came in the Nuggets Heat game when reigning MVP Nikola Jokic blindsided the Heat's Markeith Morris, and there could be payback on the cards. Yeah, and that's because Markeith has a brother named Marcus who plays for the
1: LA Clippers, and he tweeted after the incident, noted all in caps. Now the context here is late in the game with the Nuggets well out in front. Morris fouled Jokic pretty hard and then Jokic reacted by shouldering Morris even harder in the back. It dropped Morris and players from both sides came together for a scuffle and both players were ultimately ejected. Now Jokic said after the game that it was a stupid play and that he shouldn't have reacted that way but Jokic is likely going to be fined and suspended for the
0: incident. Yep, he's got a bit of history with that kind of stuff. Uh, The Heat And Nuggets play again on November the 30th. And then the Nuggets play the LA Clippers and Marcus Morris on Boxing Day let's go to a story about a pitch invader in Europe. And for once, Gabs, we're not talking about our old mate, Javo. This time, it was a fan in Wales who ran onto the field during a rugby union match. And unlike Javo, this guy's been punished. He's been banned for life. Yeah, and that's because he might have actually cost Wales the win
1: in their match against South Africa. So what happened was the fan ran onto the field with about 17 minutes to go when the score was 15-all. He was tackled on the pitch by security and interrupted the play with Wales on almost certain to score on the left corner. South Africa ended up winning the match 23-18, Fez. So fair to say the fans weren't happy with the pitch invader because a lot of them threw cups of beer as he was dragged away by security.
0: Apparently, he did all of this just to win a 20-pound bet. Yep, it's proved pretty costly because he's received a lifetime ban from all rugby matches at Principality Stadium in Cardiff. All right, time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye. What's coming up? And for me, tomorrow morning at 1 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time, it's the first semi semi-final of the T20 Cricket World Cup. It's England against the Kiwis. The winner of that goes through to the final. Australia and Pakistan play at the same time on Friday morning. Uh, you can watch those matches on KO Sports. Yeah, that's going to be a classic. I'm going to go back to the States where college basketball starts today with a doubleheader
1: on ESPN and KO. I'm really excited for the second match between Duke and Kentucky. They're really fierce rivals. And it's going to be the last season for Mike Krzyzewski as coach of Duke. Fez He started coaching back in 1980. We weren't even born then,
0: Gabs. Um, (laughs) No. So a long time ago. Uh, The answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile Apps. How many Paralympic medals has Dylan Orcott won? Gabs, you said it was in relation to a Rocky movie. Can Can you shed some light for us?
1: Uh, I think Rocky
0: defeated Tommy Gunn, and that would be in Rocky V, which I'm pretty sure is Rocky Five. Five Paralympic gold medals. He's won three in tennis, uh, quad singles gold in 2016, 2021, and doubles in 2016. And then, as we said, with the basketball team, the Aussie Rollers in 2008 for gold and silver in 2012. All right, that's it for us today. I'll be back tomorrow with Lucy. Martin, you've got the rest of the week off. Uh, so I'll catch you then.